The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, cool people everywhere. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. I like that. I like that. I too. sound all like deep. That? I like that. Let's try it one more time. Ready? Go for it. Hey, cool people everywhere. I feel like I'm the Coke man or something. <laughs> like the Coca-Cola man or like, I don't know, like... Or like uh, the preview man. Or the I'm the guy. Previews. Yeah, Mr. Movie Phone. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Movie Phone. I got your job. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to welcome everybody to the Jimmy Star Show. We're going to have a great show for you today. Before we get started, I want to uh, introduce my cool co-hosts, starting off with the diva of cool Drew Albright. Hey, cool people everywhere. Welcome. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. See, I can do it too. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. We (laughs) got a great show. Yes, you can. We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, chat room? Hey, chat room. We have Morley Shulman and Audrey and Ken Pettigrew and Leslie Neverez and Marie and... Sherry Emily and 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 Ginger and, Irish and Ginger Irish. I don't know how you pronounce your name, Connery, Connor, whatever. So we're gonna say follower on Twitter at J I N G E R Irish. What's up? We're so happy to have you. There we go. <laughs> that was good. What's up? And everybody, Ken Pettigrew's in the house. Ken Pettigrew actually introduced me to our first guest coming on later today in a few minutes. And uh, you can turn into the Ken Pettigrew show at KenPettigrew.com Thursday nights, eight p.m. Pacific. I yes. Got it. I always <laughs> mess that one up. What's up, Ken? Now you've gotten it like all the time, so now you just got it. Okay, and Leslie Neverez, hope you're feeling better. I'm glad to see you in the chat room. And Sherry Emily, you're a MILF. And Dean Girl, everybody knows Dean Girl Audrey, and Audrey is the number one Chad Lindbergh fan on planet Earth and probably outer space. Too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're welcome and happy to see you back. So, we got a great show for you guys today. We got Humble and Fred coming on from the Best Morning Show. Oh, I want to give a shout out to Morley, too. I heard you mention Morley. Yes. Morley's the writer of A Mile in His Soul. We had him on a couple weeks ago. It's a new movie in production. We're going to be filming in November in Scotland. Morley's totally badass. So, what's up, Morley? And Jimmy Starr is in it. And I'm in it, yeah. Yeah. You rock star. Spectre Records is distributing it, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to have a blast. So we got Humble and Fred coming on today. We've also got brand new Spectre Records artist, Crash the Satellites. And then we got David Harris from The Warriors, one of my all-time favorite movies. Come out to play. Everybody has to love that. That's like the greatest movie (laughs) ever. Go ahead and do it again. Do it again. Warriors, come Come out out to to play. Oh my god, I'm so good at it. I want to play that role. No one you else. actually are good at it because he goes really high. 
Oh, I could go higher. Let's <laughs> not. No, like, but I mean, you matched his highness. Yeah, I can do that. No problem, man. That was like, wow. I'm Jimmy Star. <laughs> With the bottles. It's going to be freaking awesome. And while we're waiting for our first uh, caller to call in, too, I think we should get in some quick Twitter stuff, everybody. Follow all the people in the chat room. It's at Ken Pettigrew, at Sherry Emily, at Dean W. Girl, at Leslie Neverez, at Ginger Irish. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Drew's at Drew Albright. And we're at the Jimmy Star Show. No, at Jimmy Star Show. Yes. There you go. And follow at Thomas Churchill, who will be calling in later. Our cool cat of film and L.A. correspondent. Is it just Churchill or is it J. Churchill? Oh, I don't know. I think there's a J in there. Thomas J. Churchill. Okay. I don't know. You we'll can look it, it up. Yeah. That's right. Look it up. Yeah. Don't be lazy. All you guys should be following him anyway. He's yeah. cool. <laughs> and, uh, um, oh, Chad put Churchill's picture up on the ITV because now I get to watch ITV too. Yay, I'm waving at people. It's hard to look at the computer and wave at the same time. You're right. It is. <laughs> and now my Twitter's like going off. Yes, um, of course it is. Okay, you have a caller, Jimmy Star. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Well, Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star, it is a great pleasure and honor to be part of the show. There you go. Now, who is this? Is this Humble or is this Fred? Uh, Jim, uh, I want to say this is Howard. May I say hello to Drew? Is Thomas <laughs> there? Where are the people? <laughs> I actually like I like Howard. I like Humble though. Humble Howard. There we go, everybody. This is yeah, Howard, right. Howard Glassman, humble from Humble and Fred. Welcome. Hey, listen, thank you. I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. I got to tell you something. Uh, Freddie sent me a note about an hour ago. He's in emergency. Uh, it's not serious. Probably a cesarean section. He'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, uh, he's crowning. <laughs> Pardon me. That's good. <laughs> That's okay, Humble, because we like you better. Actually, humble. Oh, I'm just you're... kidding. I'm just kidding. I just thought I actually would though humble. Throw some intensity into you're the like mix. The, you're the hot one, humble. So like I'm all about it. So at least if we're only going to get one of the the dynamic duo, we get the super smoking hot one. Actually, I think Fred is well, hot me... too. So you think what? I think Fred is hot too. So I don't know. I think both of you guys well, are hot. You're, that's because you're that's because you're drunk. <laughs> um, I just want to say, Jim. Um, I mean, we've been talking about coming on this show. And I'm happy to finally be doing it, but I got to say that picture that you put up uh, of me and Fred is possibly the least um, flattering picture of either of us. I mean, we're ghastly, but we're not that ghastly. <laughs> I'll let you talk to Drew after we introduce you to everybody. Oh, <laughs> yes, I will defend All right. my picture She's choice. De- he, he will, she will defend her picture choice, but before we get started, so you came on and started talking, and we didn't really do our formal introduction, so I want to introduce you to the I, Jimmy Star Show. I'm sorry. I'm just a big-mouth Canadian. That's okay. We're used to it. <laughs> we're, we're used to, we've been having Canadians on every week, so we're getting used to it, but <laughs> I want to start off by introducing you to the diva of Cool Drew Albright. Humble, welcome to the show. I'm very pleased to have you on. What, what? And, and I and, and I miss Fred too, so shout out to Fred no, wherever too. he is. And then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. I'm humbled. <laughs> that hey, sounds Chad, obscene. Don't be so big voice, man. <laughs> All right. Sometimes am, he is. Go ahead, do a bigger voice. I am humbled to have humble on the line. <laughs> there you go. That like totally like works. Chat's the one out of us that actually has a radio voice. Like, you know, you guys have radio voices on your show. We don't have really any radio voices on Speak our show. Yeah, Except for really. Chad. <laughs> that's 
sounds like an old woman. <laughs> so then I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. And before we get started, you got to give a shout out to the chat room. Hey, chat room. What's happening? There you go. And give a specific shout out to Ken Pettigrew since he's the, how I actually met you. And he's oh my, in the you chat know what? room. I'm going to tell you something right now. Ken Pettigrew has been, uh, he's the reason that I know you and that we've met so many great people. I'm going to say Ken Pettigrew is a rising star on the internet radio landscape. You are the you are the man, KP. There you go. There you go. We there think so go. too. We love Ken Pettigrew. It's awesome. So, and we got a great chat room, lots of people in it, and we want to welcome you to the show. I mean, how cool is it for us to have humble Howard Glassman from the best morning show in all of Canada? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like it doesn't even get well, any guys, better than that. I'm I'm flattered that you guys are having me on because you obviously don't have really high standards when it comes to Canadian <laughs> morning show guests. <laughs> Um, you know what? It's, uh, we're, 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 we really are quite uh, – we've been following you guys now for a while, and I'll say this. If I may get just a little bit serious, it's fascinating to me, Jimmy, that you and, and Drew and everyone there, Chad, have, have done what you've done um, because I think it says a lot about not only uh, American, North American ingenuity, but also you guys are talented and didn't wait for somebody to do something for you. You went and created this whole – network and this whole group of people and, and all these people that follow you all on your own. And I just thought, you know what, those are, you're the kind of people we want to be associated with because, you know, you're doing it for yourself and people are entertained by it. There you go. Hoorah! Thank you so there much. You My thank opening you. remarks. I think that I think you're correct, and thank you for actually like noticing that because like we work hard at it, just like you guys do, and uh, we've got the best you know the best fans ever. We've got we bring on the best guests that you know anybody could ever have, like you. And uh, and you guys are like kind of like the same, and you've been doing it a long time. Yeah, I, I say well, where you guys are different a little bit from Fred and I, and is that you know we kind of were we were on radio for a long time in Canada, in Toronto, this, the biggest market in the country, and you know we had a terrestrial show and things were going well, and then things kind of got rocky. We lost our jobs, and you know I went off and started doing video production things like that, and then you know we basically we came after you. I mean, like. We, we've been doing a show on the internet. It'll be a year. We do every, we do a show every day, but we had a, we sort of did it after having a pretty good terrestrial career. Now we still do a terrestrial morning show. In fact, we're trying to get syndicated, but our, our online show is like, we want to be like you guys. We want to have the kind of following you've been able to, um, garner, and and like I said, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your asses. Although Drew, I think you'd like it if I did. Anyway, <laughs> you know me so well, humble. Um, I do. God damn it, woman. <laughs> no, my point really is that you know there's a lot of guys. You know, there's a lot of guys that want to do what you guys at the Jimmy Star Show are doing, including us. I mean, we've you know modeled our morning show, our, our online show, after our morning show. But you guys are taking things in a separate way and, and I think what's been fascinating since we've gotten to know you online is just to watch what you guys do and sort of go yeah let's you know even the way you have your website set up just just sort of learning as we go just just as you guys have done yeah that's cool and Drew does our website was that, that boring no. I can't do was that a boring answer no, we or like question? It. I don't even remember we like it first of all because we like it when like people we get compliments and we're happy that we're getting compliments all around the place because we do work hard at what we're doing to try to you know have a great product and something that's entertaining for everybody and, and especially for people who are in the entertainment industry since all of our guests are entertainment guests and uh, and we have a f let's just face it we have a blast 
I mean, between like the show and Twitter, like my Twitter blows up every time like uh, we're on the actual show. Like, and everybody in the chat room is tweeting to me, and they're, they're playing in the chat room, and it's just a lot of fun. And I think um, um, I don't have a lot of terrestrial radio experience, even though like when they did Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh, when that was a popular television show, we actually did uh, my my significant other, my husband, uh, Dr. Gil Erickson, and I. We were the pop culture and like the uh, the fashion and the pop culture guys for the radio version. We were on the radio all the time for Y100, which is which mm-hmm. is a huge Clear Channel station. And for like three months, we were on the radio every day, you know, answering questions and doing stuff. And that's kind of what got me into like wanting to do all this in the first place because it was so much fun. And you had a radio show on so, uh- AM. And I had an AM radio show that I participated on, but nowhere near as much fun, though, as internet radio, because on the AM radio station or on Clear Channel, when somebody said something fucked up, I couldn't say, God, that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm sure you guys get this all the time. We we get a lot of the... Uh, our former terrestrial friends, like we go from doing a terrestrial show where, you know, we talk a lot, but not like we talk on the podcast. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the show's over and we go to the internet, all of a sudden it's like, you know, like a fuck fiesta. And it just, but it, but it isn't, I want to know what you guys think of it. It's not just the, yeah, I know I said fuck this. It's not just the latitude that you have with language. I think for us, and I want to know what you guys think of this, it's also the freedom of what Jimmy just said, of just being more honest than you can be on terrestrial radio. When you want to talk about whatever it is, you know, let's say Drew's got something on her mind or, or you have something you want to air out, you can, where you can't really be quite as honest on terrestrial radio. What do you think of that? Well, I think for us, actually, um, because we have a history of doing our own companies and having our own things, so uh, we're not, like, very used to being under a corporate thumb of uh, anybody. And so even when Jimmy Starr was on the radio on FM, he would let it rip. So we're kind of like let it rip people. And I think um, mm-hmm. and I think that's why you I like, say didn't offer me a job. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think, um, too, this was like naturally a good fit for us. And uh, also we're very like pro technology, pro social networking. We embrace all the new technologies like right as they come out. And so um, it, it was like naturally we were going to be on the internet, which we think really is the future of radio, anyways. Um, so, I'll give you well, a I hint too. Tell you, I, from I give my you a experience, hint go ahead. Go ahead. You you go first. Now you get. Now you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you for as as a part of all that technology stuff. Um, I, I don't know. Can he be on Stitcher Radio because he's in Canada? Hell no. yeah, he can be on you Stitcher. Should, you should try to get on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio is a phone app. Um, for all the smart, like Androids and iPhones, and it's an app where right. that's being put in all the American cars that are being made, and um, and so you can listen to internet radio, and it's an app, and they don't take every show, but I bet they take yours. They took us because we're fucking awesome, and uh, we just got on it. They last will take you, and we just got it, and they will take um, you, and then you download it on your phone, and people can listen to your podcast whenever they want. Like it, they're on Rogers Radio in Canada, which is. Somewhat yeah, similar. we've got too. We've, we've actually got we've got our own app as well. We have an app you can download. We're on Rogers, which is a huge um, radio company. We're on their app, um, but I, I've heard of Stitcher. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Like you know, that is a, when when all cars can stream the internet. That is going to do two things. It's going to change the game for people like us, but it's also going to be the death of satellite radio, except for Stern, because. When you can download Jimmy Starr and the gang 
in your car, then you're never going to want to subscribe to pay for some lesser bullshit entertainment you can get on satellite. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually. I think so too. Which is why you and I are are positioned so well. You and us, you guys, and us guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> us well, people. <laughs> I, I, got, I mean, I think I asked when when we talked to Jimmy before. I, I think yeah, I, we talked a little bit about this, but I'm. You might, I know I know you guys want to uh, you know potentially talk to me, but I have a couple questions for you, and maybe it's of interest to others. But you know, I know you guys all do other things, but have you had, uh, and are you monetizing uh, this pod, the podcast, and then where do you see that all going? Uh, I think absolutely, um, and we're not monetizing it like we don't charge for our podcast, but we do it just like all other forms of media through sponsorship and advertising. That's what I'm saying. Who, so where, who are your sponsors? I'm looking on your site now. Where are they? Dynapep is an energy drink. Bon Jovi DPS is an acoustic plug-in for your uh, computer that makes sounds better. Okay. We're sponsored by Spectro Records, which is a record label. We're sponsored by ConnectShot, which is a social networking site. Um, we're sponsored by – who else? Gangster Squad, which is a movie coming out, which you can see there, the background and the main splash of our website. Mm-hmm. So they got – Oh, and Anarchy um, Eyewear. Anarchy, Anarchy Eyewear. Um, and we're just getting started because, you know, we got all of those sponsorships um, without any type of syndication. And now we're syndicated in Detroit, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Charleston, South Carolina, and Florida. So you do, do you do a different show for them or do they take this show and put it on they take, uh, radio after you? They uh, take this show and just like a regular syndicated show like other syndicate, syndicates would. So they take this show. And what about the language? Um, well, they they're, leave they're, it. They're all internet radio stations. Oh, okay, I get it. So actually, there's well, one you know FM, what, we, but they leave the language. Yeah, actually. they leave the language for one of them. I don't know how they do that exactly because it's new, and we just got our first show was on it last week. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to do man. that. They might add some beeps in there for when we get really crazy. Well, you know what? Here's what I'd ask from you guys, and and, and again, the opportunity to sort of even just to get to know you a little bit and watch what you do. I mean, you know. Drew or, or Jimmy, if you ever look at our stuff, because we're in the middle of changing our site right now. Like, we do a show every day. It's downloadable every day. A lot of people talk to us about streaming like you guys and, and et cetera. But if, I, I would just say, if you ever look on our, our site as it's evolving from time to time, I'd love to hear your feedback, Drew and, and Jimmy, because, like I said, you know, I look at your stuff and I kind of go, okay, what can I what can I steal from this? Like, what's a great idea? Or how do they – like, I love the way you have uh, the, the people scrolling across with the shows and then – your, your favorite moments and things like that. Like, I find your site, uh, there's lots of it that I'd like to adopt on ours. Well, one thing that's, like, interesting, too, and is a difference, um, and I think you brought it up when Jimmy Starr was on your show, was that you guys are really um, straight-up podcasting um, online. Right. And one thing I like about your site is right away there's Listen Now, so um, and it pops right up real easy. And people have like a plethora of choices of shows that they want to listen to. And it's very clear, like who the celebrity guests are on your show. And I think um, that's really good. And we we're a little bit different because we're live radio on W4CY. Mm-hmm. And we're looking to promote the live show on our site. So we do a lot of promotion of the guests. And also you guys are every day, which... Uh, is I like give you props because I can just imagine uh, doing a show every day. We we might come to that point at some point, but um, 
for us, really, we really do like once a week because it allows us a great promotional buildup for the live show um, and a great like promotion for the guests that are going to be on the show. And so you guys are really have just like cranked it up. Um, we and, should and tell like everybody that. too. Well, we should tell everybody real quick too. Hang on, 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 hang on. Because I, I okay, we're, we're talking, well, we're talking about your website. I want to like let everybody know what it is in case anybody you know wants to go check it out. You can go to www.humbleandfredradio.com because this is a promotional show promoting someone who we think is super cool and people should know how to find you. Okay, now you can make your comment. <laughs> I wanted to thank you, Jimmy. I, and I, I was going to get to, you know, it, you mean, it, I would love people to go to humbleandfredradio.com as many times as they can. Because uh, every time they do, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was saying about Drew's point about you guys doing it once a week and uh, the way that we do it. I think you guys uh, and people like you that, you know, you're, you're, you're very uh, savvy with a lot of connectivity and maybe what we have is we're very savvy with how to crank the content out each each day. When when things evolve to the Stitcher level and, and Internet in the car, then I think you and, and uh, Drew are going to want to start looking at doing a, an everyday model only because it's the economy of scale. As things get cranked up and people have more access to great shows on the Internet, they're like, the Jimmy Saw Show, um, they're going to want it every day. Now, if they can't have it every day, that's fine, because you'll just have a podcast of it, and, and that's great. But, you know, if people like something and it's pretty good, then then give it to them every day. Is is that how your sex life goes, Humble? Lady, <laughs> I'm doing okay in that. I'm an old man. I'm, you know, I'm an old man, Drew, but I have a... A uh, little slightly younger girlfriend, as you may or may not know about me. <laughs> Actually, I do know that about you because I've listened to the show. I, I want to say, too, mm. like, I really like, um, I, I read an interview about you guys in addition to listening to the show. And, um, two, I like your approach coming out of terrestrial radio. Uh, one of the things at W4CY, too, uh, which they've come out of terrestrial radio, radio, they've set up the station, even though it's an Internet station, but they've set it up. To the quality and standards of a terrestrial station, and um, and so you come with that background, and then too your show and your approach to doing it, which now like you get to control everything. You don't have a program director. You can say what you will. Uh, you can have the people on the show that you want on the show, which I think is awesome. And you've approached it from a real business perspective. And one of the things uh, you guys were saying in the interview that I read was. You know, it's it's a difference from somebody doing a podcast from their, you know, their basement or something. And uh, that's, mm-hmm. I think, all of us together, and Ken Pettigrew is in this too, with building his own radio station. Um, we're going for professional standards and really take this digital broadcasting thing to the next level. And so kudos to you guys for that. Well, that was, uh, that was a, there's a lot of, Interesting stuff in that sentence. Well, starting off with the fact that I'm having sex with a 27 year old woman every day, or as much as I can talk about. I always tell, I would say, listen, honey. I mean, I'll do whatever you need me to do to keep up with you. But you know, the old man needs a rest once in a while. Um, but I would say this. You know, what we what we have in in uh, experience in terms of doing a show, we sort of lacked in the experience that you guys have in promoting it. And you know, when I look at your, you know, your website and how you're. There's nothing left. There's nothing you're not into, whether it's Facebook or 
you know, a Tumblr or Flickr or you tweet. I mean, those are all things that we're le- we learned along the way. And I, you know, we, we are lacking some things, but as far as doing a show and, and having connecting with people, whether you're on the internet or you're on the radio or you're on television or on film or whatever, you know, not everyone, if everyone could do this and everyone would, if, it, it, what, what you guys and what we hopefully do at HumbleFedRadio.com is we get a little bit of content every day or you guys in your show every week that people kind of go, oh, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. That seemed, that was presented in a, in, a, in a way that didn't make me want to punch everyone in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that's really the, the point of what we do. And, and not having to answer to anyone but ourselves isn't for everyone because, as you, know, as you guys know, being entrepreneurs, you know, it's a drag it's a drag having to do everything yourself sometimes, but that's a, a cost you, you pay for having independence. I freaking love it. I like it too. <laughs> I, I think it's like the greatest thing ever. And like, so like I freaking like love it. And the only thing I think that we're lacking that you have that we don't have that we'll have to like, see if we can get a sponsor to pay for is a billboard because you guys have a freaking billboard. Yeah. Want, we want a billboard. I want a fucking billboard. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I almost, you know, lost it in my pants. I'm serious. It was like, Whoa. Because it made us, because no one, it was like, wow, all these guys in radio in the city and Hummel and Fred have a billboard. It was a pretty cool thing. We've, we've been very lucky, you guys. We've, we've had a lot of great luck with our sponsors, you know, our energy drink, Five Hour, and, you know, Ancestry, and, and uh, Steve Martell, and a bunch of people that have been very good with us, has allowed us to continue to do it. The terrestrial show sort of pays the bills. As Fred says, the, um, the terrestrial show is our job. The podcast is kind of the art. Not that it's that artful, but you know what I mean? It's like we do the podcast because we love doing it. Think about And it, when we could make enough money off the podcast, I don't know that we would do a terrestrial show unless we were doing, you know, 15 of them, you know? You have some, like, really great literal laugh-out-loud moments on your show. Thank um, you. And, and I listen to it by the podcast, and, and uh, you don't get that on terrestrial radio. I think it's, you know, it's so kind of level and dumbed down a lot and there's a lot of joking around but it's you dumb can't joking around yeah you can't take it to where it needs to be to get an actual laugh out loud which uh you do all the time humble that one time you were talking about paris hilton <laughs> um being in the chair because you were on one of my favorite movie sets and paul serena was next to you um I'll make people listen to the show. I think it's like oh, that was from Repo the Genetic Opera. Yeah, Repo the Genetic Opera. One of the greatest like, movies. I love June that June twenty seventh or something. People should listen to Isn't that, that podcast because it's hilarious. Well, and I appreciate that, Drew. It's it's so weird that you guys are so, so into like horror movies, but that one. I mean, I'm I, I don't even think I, there's a version of it that I actually made the screen, but I'm in the credit, so you guys will you know see that I'm not uh, you know bullshitting you. But yeah, I mean, you know what, Drew. We, we, um, I was talking to my brother today. He's a television producer for the Canadian Broadcasting Network. And he was saying, talking about a show he heard. And he said, you know, one of the things I still like about you guys is that on every show there's, you know, because when you're being honest, there are moments where it's serious and sad. And there are, there are moments when you're playful and funny. And, and the way I look at it is if I was at a dinner party with, you know, Drew and Dr. Jimmy and me and Fred and we started drinking, I know we would laugh ourselves, to, you know, we, you know, crazy. But we'd also have some moments where, we talked about politics and we talked about gay marriage and we talked about, you know, separation and children. That, that's the way I would best describe our show is that if you, if we all got together and had a, a real, you know, sort of a nice personal conversation, we'd have all those moments in it. 
Absolutely. So it's like real life. And the one thing about your show is you eat a lot on the air, which makes me hungry. Well, you know what, Drew? I got to <laughs> I got to tell you, I've stopped that because so many people said, "Howard, have a fucking snack between the two shows." Because what happens <laughs> is we do the terrestrial show till nine, and then I start. You know, I get I get doing some of the business between nine and nine thirty, and then this podcast starts at nine thirty. And all of a sudden, I'm like halfway through my breakfast, and I thought it was kind of I thought I was being kind of cool and edgy, and I guess I was just being rude and stupid, but that's fine. Well, I was like, I want beef jerky, and I want sandwiches, and I want... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think, too, you guys have a great uh, a great tagline, you know, for the show, because, like, on the website, which, again, is at humbleandfredradio.com, uh, and the tagline is the best radio show not on the radio. What a cool tagline. Yeah. Yes. Like, that is some smart shit. Like, if you wouldn't have come up with that and I didn't know you, I would have wanted to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? That's really funny. And I, I appreciate that. And so, you know, and, and that was born out of a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of, you know, sort of tongue in cheek and a little bit of, you know, I don't know. You know, we 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 think that we do a pretty good show. And sometimes Fred and I play a game when we talk about some of the other people in radio and the market and across the country, and we play the game. Oh, and they have a fucking job, really. really? <laughs> I agree, though. But I think uh, that- you know what? We have a good time doing it. As I said, you know, I, I love the fact that on any given show, you're going to hear us talk about everything from our kids to, you know, um, how, you know, to the, to the, the debate to, you know, uh, American politics to Canadian politics to, like I said, you know, we, we'll, 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 we talked this morning on humbleandfredradio.com. We talked to a former NHL hockey player who was the victim of um, child abuse by a guy much like Jerry Sandusky. Uh-huh. And it was riveting. This guy, you know, it was a, this guy is a former uh, NHL player for the Calgary Flames and a couple other uh, teams. But he's a big, high-profile guy that came out against you know pedophiles, and he was abused as a kid. And it was a really interesting interview. Well, then, you know, the next thing we know, after that sort of serious thing, and then we had a, another broadcaster on the show, and we just dicked around and talked about gambling and. You know, and, and so forth. But I'm saying, you know, in the in the 90-minute show we did, there was something for everyone. And it was pretty, at times it got pretty serious. But I think there's room for that. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, like on your show, because you guys kind of cover the gamut, and it is a more, um, you guys have a lot of interpersonal interplay, which is good, too. Um, and so it is kind of like a little bit more of like a, I don't know, I guess I would say a morning show format in that you have guests and you have a lot of, personal interplay whereas we're kind of a little bit more straight up interview we tend not to get too too serious but we talk about and a lot of times whatever our guests wants want to talk about and so a lot of times um, because we're entertainment oriented censorship comes up uh kind of like the behind the scenes of the industry comes up and what it really takes Mm -hmm. and we get some really good sex gossip on a lot of celebrities which is fun yeah we like that too (laughs) Like you, you said you had to get a regular well, job in video production, which is probably where you met your your younger girlfriend because you were like videotaping some hot porn, right? Um, I was actually directing some porn. You know, I met my girlfriend at a friend's uh, one of my partner's uh, birthday parties, and uh, she was I think twenty four at the time, and I was the only guy there, not trying to pick her up, and I think that intrigued her. Oh, so she's and uh, yeah, smoking. we've been together ever since. I mean, she uh, she and I've been together for over three years. She's going to be twenty eight in two weeks. There you so, go. I hope you get her something nice. <laughs> Say what? I said I hope you get her something nice. 
It's our birthday in two <laughs> I weeks. You said, I hope you get the right size. I'm thinking, oh. what? What you saying? <laughs> well, so far, all the parts fit together, Jimmy. I don't there know. There you go. Okay. We should tell people, She'll too, like, like diamonds. Like... I'm just saying. That's no. what she will uh, You know, she'd love to. Drew, she'd love to have you uh, hear you say that. Uh, um, uh, you know, just... It's interesting because anyone, you know, you mentioned, Jimmy, that you're in a uh, uh, committed relationship with uh, another man. Yes. How long? 24 years. Well, congratulations. Mazel tov. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When um, when Amanda is her name and I first got together, we, you know, a lot of my friends and a lot of her friends thought it was a bit of an off-the-grid relationship. And you know what? We sort of endured. And we started. We sort of made friends with these this gay couple in our neighborhood. We, I, we called them John and Bob because we could never remember which one was which. We called them John, John Bob. Anyway... <laughs> They liked us, and they and they were very accepting of us. And I said to Amanda after we first, you know, had the first couple of dinners, I said, I love hanging around with them because if anyone knows about relationships that aren't always, you know, sort of looked upon uh, by society in a certain way, it's these guys. And that's why at first they were the first friends we ever had that we were friends with as a couple because they were so non-judgmental and they were so welcoming to us that it actually made us feel great because some of my friends were just fucking assholes about it. Some of her <laughs> friends were just thought, I was like, you know, but you know what I mean? And, and, and I, and I always, I, it's funny. It was one of those things where I was, it was, it really sort of early on in our relationship. It really helped us. That's good. I don't know. There's, there was really no, I, I actually, I, I apologize because toward the end of that story, I thought, what was the point originally? But it doesn't. I was kind of wondering what the point was too, but that's okay. Cause I like to hear your voice. <laughs> um, here, here, I know what the point was. Gays like me and Amanda. That was the there point. There you go. That works. Well, we like you. Obviously I do. I always tell you all the time. I used to tweet it all the time when I first met you that humble's like super hot. And so, hey, so like it totally works. And uh, I want to give out because we're going we're gonna to have to move on in a second. And I want to make sure we get some good promotional stuff out for you. So we want everybody to go to HumbleAndFredRadio.com. You can follow Humble and Fred Radio on Twitter by following at HumbleFredRadio. And then we can follow you on Twitter by fo- – I think it's HumHow, right? Yes, at HumHow. At HumHow. Oh, okay. I'm, I'll follow that. Too. At HumHow on Twitter. And you guys have a Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash – Humble and Fred Radio. There you go. Everything's Humble and Fred Radio. That's good that you were able to brand it that way Except and get it's that Humble on. and – yeah, exactly. Well, we've done the best we can. And then you can uh, check out my Facebook page, Humble Howard Glass, where you can see pictures of the uh, hot young lady that lets me see her naked from time to time. There you go. Uh, uh, see, now you notice how that changed from time to time to earlier. You were like every day. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, Jimmy. If I told you, if I, if I was completely honest with you, you'd think I was lying. So I'm, I'll just say every once in a while. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you guys got anything to promote, please give our best to Fred. We missed him and hope everything works out. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And I want to thank you too. Give my best to, uh, you know, Ken Pettigrew for hooking us all up. And we'll have you back again real soon. We'd love to have you on the show sometime. Just to. Next couple of months, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary, and uh, it would be cool to get your uh, your take on things. Anytime. All right? You guys have a good one. Thanks. Take care, sir. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I love it. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Who's this? This is Paul with Crash the Satellite. There you go. Way to go, Paul Paxton. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Before we get started, let me uh, let me um, introduce you to my co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Paul, welcome to the show. 
Hey, Drew. Good to, good to talk to you. And now we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Paul Paxton. <laughs> now that's a... That That's a welcome. Good, That's a different like angle, that. right? Yeah. Okay. I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. And before we even ask you anything, we want you to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Holler at us. There you go. I like it. <laughs> so congratulations. Number one, I want to tell you I'm from Jacksonville. I'm not from Jacksonville. I wasn't born there, thank God. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But, like, I went to high school in Jacksonville, and the first couple years I was in college, when I would come home from breaks, I went to uh, I went home to Jacksonville. And uh, Jacksonville, actually, we have a ton of guests that have been on the Jimmy Starr Show, lots of, lots of really, really great musicians. So the music and everything is great, just that I wasn't into it when I was in like, high school. And so uh, I'm glad I'm not there now, but, but I, I, I went to Robert E. Lee High School. Did you grow up in Jacksonville? Uh, for the most part, yes. And uh, uh, Lee High School is right down the road from me. I'm not, I'm in Murray Hill. Okay. Area. Yeah, I was in Avondale, Riverside. Like I was like four blocks away from from Robert E. Lee. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the tracks, uh, over by the theater. Yeah, I worked at that theater. theater. I worked at the Did theater you? for two years. And we know from past episodes of the Jimmy Star Show, you watched Porky's like seventy <laughs> times at that theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's like three blocks from me. Okay, that's cool. I was like, I was three blocks on the other side of the tracks from from the theater because I would walk there to go to work. So what a small world! And now you're the lead singer of Crash the Satellites, and you're taking over the fucking planet. <laughs> Right on the end. Yeah. Digging it. So <clears throat> so uh, so you're the singer and the, the singer slash guitarist, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. I'm one of two guitarists in the band. Okay, I, I, I wrote down names of everybody in the band because I wasn't sure if, if several people were coming on or not. But uh, we want to give a shout-out to everybody in Crash the Satellites here from the Jimmy Star Show. So we're giving everybody a shout-out. And, uh, and tell, us, tell us a little bit about the band. Sure, sure. Uh, so we're a four-piece rock band, um, you know, two guitars, vocals, bass, and drums. And uh, we've been together quite a while. Uh, we started in 2003. So we've been together almost ten years now, um, and we, you know, we started. Uh, we started just as you know, mutual friends goofing off and stuff like that. And uh, this is our second album, um, you know. And so over the span of ten years, only doing two albums is is not a lot. But you know, we we all have you know jobs, and some of the guys have kids, and and so that's been holding us back a little bit. But. Uh, uh, right now we're in a taking a little break from shows, and we're actually starting on the next record right now. Cool. So we're, we're hoping to to have our third record done in a in a pretty short span of time. So you're actually gonna be coming out on Spectre Records in 2013. Yeah, that's right. This no, the, well, this 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 current album that we just finished is. Yes. And uh, and and hopefully the next one too. Um, so yeah, uh, we figured. Uh, you know, I, I I really wish I had a, a show that that we could say, you know, tell the audience about on your show about. But we're we're just taking a break and we're doing songwriting because we figure in in January we're going to have plenty of awesome shows to play. So Absolutely. We're just taking we're just taking a, a few weeks to uh, get a head start on the next record. So I want to know a little bit about like how did the title Crash the Satellites come? Because first of all, I think the name is genius. Like I think it's a freaking oh, like awesome name. I think it's a name that when people hear the song and you say, "Oh, who sings the song?" You crash the satellites. Everybody's gonna remember it. You know, it's not like some kind of dumb gay name. So like I think it's like <laughs> awesome. 
thanks a lot. So I can, <laughs> um, how did that come about? Well, sure. Uh, well, I came up with the name after, you know, we threw around a bunch of titles and, um, that was kind of my second pick. It took us a while. Naming a band is kind of hard. I mean, you you got these four people sitting around, like, what should we call ourselves? I don't know. I don't know. And um, I thought a, a pretty aggressive name would be appropriate, because I knew we were going to make pretty aggressive music. Um, so uh, I, I thought Attack the Broadcast would sound cool, and that was my, my first idea. And then they, they, they said no. <laughs> they said Actually, they like too. punk rock or something. And then... Um, I don't know, and I was driving one day home from work, and I just, I was thinking about it, and I wanted it to start with the, with the word crash, because it, uh, it's, it's aggressive, and also it could be like a crash symbol, and I love when a song starts so intense, like on a crash symbol, and every, everything starts at the same time. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know, it just popped out, and I asked the band if they thought it was cool, and they did, and we stuck with it. Um, I love it. We, yeah, I love it, too. I think it's great. And we were just talking, too, with our first guest that at the Jimmy Star Show, we're crashing satellites because, in a way, we think Internet radio is the way to go. And uh, we're kind of like putting an end to satellite radio just by fact of being on the air. <laughs> oh, you're right. So you are crashing satellites. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot in common well, it, with you guys. Well, the name Crash the Satellites, I thought, was more cool in 2003 when we formed because at that point in time, nobody had ever crashed a satellite that was that was kind of a long long time ago so um and now it's just like uh crashing satellites whatever but it, it was something that uh i i didn't i didn't really think was going to happen in uh in the next you know few years but it did and uh so uh, I... we had a little celebration <laughs> so <laughs> so you have an album that's good that's already completed it's going to be coming out next year on specter records it's going to be a, actually called crash the satellites right it's a self-titled album that's right, yep. And uh, we've got a couple songs. We want to. I want to play one of them so people can hear what the music sounds like so then when we come back and talk to you, they kind of have an idea of what it uh, what it will sound like. And the song we're going to play is Barrels in Georgia. And uh, mm -hmm. I would like you to actually introduce the song for us. Uh, let me just make sure Drew's ready. Drew's ready. You introduce the song for us. We're going to play it for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk some more. Okay, great. All right, well, uh, uh, hey, audience, this is Barrels in Georgia from Crash the Satellites. Uh kind of a, a take on writing a song. It's kind of like if you listen to the lyrics, I'm writing about writing. So imagine a pen and paper in your lap and enjoy.
So that is Barrels in Georgia by Crash the Satellites. That's going to be uh, coming out on Spectre Records in 2013. And the self-titled album is going to be called Crash the Satellites. And awesome. I just freaking like, love it. You nice can make, job. You can make cool t-shirts with that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, if you need ideas, we'll donate yeah, if you need ideas. Any ideas, let us know because <laughs> uh, we're all about it. And, oh, I don't know. I don't know how much else you know ab- about us since you're kind of new on Spectre Records. But like, uh, Drew, uh, I'm a celebrity clothing designer. I dress like all kinds of cool people. Drew's a professional stylist, and so like we're all about it. And so if you need any ideas, let us know, and we'll okay. Well, we'll, we'll definitely, cool I'll, ideas. you guys give me a ring if you have a t-shirt design. I'm all about it. Yeah, because we're we're all cool with that, and I think Crash the Satellites is such a cool name. I really dig it. The uh, chat room saying they're getting a little bit of a rush vibe from it, and that was awesome. Says there you go, Leslie, new fan here. A rush, rush? yes, like the band rush. There's a little little limelight in there, I think. Yeah, there's a little bit. That's interesting. (laughs) I really like how it's um, the music is like very hard hitting, and you've got a lot of like hard, cool reverb effects, and then your vocals are in contrast so delicate. (laughs) Yeah, I like that too. I like that juxtaposition. Well, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of try to do that. I try to um, smooth out my vocals. I'm a big fan of a band called Sebado, and um, it's a 90s band, and they were, uh, I forget what label they were on. but um, How do you spell uh, that? Sebado is a S-E-B-A-D-O, and I think there's an H at the end. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, but the singer Lou Barlow, would, uh, the band would play this just raunchy, rancid, crazy music, but he would sing like like a church bell. And and uh, you know, I don't I don't try to sing like Lou Barlow, but I mean that that the way he sings, in contrast, like you said, it's just spectacular. It's it's awesome. Who are so, who, who so are, who are some of your other musical influences? As you as the singer of the band and then who are like some of the band's influences? Sure, yeah, I can speak for for the majority of the band. I mean, we we listen to different stuff. Uh the person in the chat room mentioned Rush and and, and Brian Blades, he's the other guitarist. He's a he's a Rush fan. Um but we all kind of dig uh like the indie rock from from a lot of uh, like the '90s era when it, when it was getting really explosive, like uh, the Sonic Youth and Pavement okay. and Dinosaur Junior. You know, um, you know, and I can speak for the rest of the band. Like Brian also likes Yola Tango a lot. Uh, Elliot Smith. Uh, we're into Neutral Milk Hotel, uh, Built to Spill, Guided by Voices, stuff like that. You know, that's cool. And uh, how uh, my my favorite band is Swerve Driver. Um, but a lot of these bands that I just I just said they've broken up, but you can still you know you can still find their records online. They're 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 good. They're a good listen. Yeah, I just made a note because like I haven't listened to Swerve Driver in a long time, but like I should find some of that stuff and listen again. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a note, and I've never listened to well, Sebado, so I'm gonna check that out too. Yeah, check out Sebado. They're great. Um, uh, uh, Swerve Driver, they're a UK band, and they, uh, I recently saw them in New York. They did a reunion show, and it was it was it was fantastic. It was really good. Um, but yeah, a lot of the, the bands that I'm talking about were the bands we were listening to in high school, and and you know even you know earlier than high school, and it just kind of stuck with us. And sometimes that makes me feel old, but really, I mean, if somebody could kind of step up and play 
I don't know. I just haven't found a band yet that can step up like Sonic Youth, you know, just step up and make a bunch of crazy noise, but make it beautiful. I, it's just hard to find these days to me. What do you think of that whole new like dubstep thing where it's like a lot of crazy noise, but then you've got, um, you know, some people are mixing it with other things where it comes off, like I would say, really beautiful. I, I'm into that. I'm into that very much. Um, but, but it, I have to say, but it's not as organic, but it is very good. I agree. It's very good. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you don't have to be politically correct. You could just say, I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I totally would. I totally would. And, and, and there's a time and a place where, you know, certain stuff I just don't like. But I do, I do like some of that stuff. And, and there's good and there's, you know, there's not so good dubstep. But like, I get that. I mean, like. Just like everything, really. Yeah. We sometimes we're writing songs and we're like, oh, what's the perfect drum beat for this? Because we all write together. You know, I, I might be the primary songwriter, but all that really means is I'll bring in like this rough template for the band. And then the band will help me structure it, uh, put layers over it, obviously, and we'll spend hours and hours and hours as a band creating this song. So I might, I'm called the primary songwriter, and that's fine. But anyway, so we'll be in the in my garage, you know, rehearsing and writing. And we're, we're always talking about what would be the best drum beat for this. And, and you know, sometimes you just need a good hip hop drum beat over a rock song. You know, I think that's um, like cool that you guys do it together. Like we get a lot of, I mean, we have a lot of bands come on the show, but a lot of times like somebody writes the song or two people write the song, but usually it's not such a collective effort. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, well, so I actually totally think that's, I think that's a really cool thing because that way everybody gets to contribute and nobody feels like left out or unimportant or con- mm-hmm. uh, even considerated. Consider considerated is that a word? Considered, <laughs> considered. <laughs> there you go. In- incinerated. Yes. <laughs> so I think um, that's well, like cool. Like, so, like I mentioned before, like we, we're taking a few weeks and we're meeting up in the garage and we're just writing songs and that is absolutely my favorite thing, you know, about being in a band is meeting up with my friends on a Sunday or a Friday night and drinking some beer and like writing some songs. That is awesome. Um, but we're all good friends. We hang out together. They're cool people. They're awesome musicians. I'm lucky to be able to play with them because they're all pretty incredible. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's very much a collective effort. So, Cool. You know, I, I could be, they, they would probably let me be the songwriter, and I could probably say, okay, the song's done. That's it. Let's move on. Um, but the music wouldn't be as good. There you go. So. We should tell everybody, too, you have a, guys have a website. It's www.crashthesatellites.com. Are you guys on Twitter? I don't even know. I didn't look. We're not on Twitter. You're not on Twitter? We're not on Twitter, no. Are no. you on Facebook? You know, just to, just to give you some social media uh, advice that I normally on. charge people for, we're- you should be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know we should be on Twitter, but I, I'm, I, I hate posting things online. I have this phobia. It's, I don't know why. But I, I just post, every time I post something online, I like – I. I post it and I read it and then I'm like, Paul, you're such an idiot. Why did you post that? Oh. It's just it's an internal thing. Like, So I, I try to stay away from that stuff. So you're it's, a little bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> we can help you yeah, get over that. We can help you get over I, that I one too. Don't even fucking worry about it. I say the dumbest shit all the time. I couldn't care less. And like a million people hear me every it week. It gets to the point <laughs> where you'll love reading your own tweets. Yeah, you'll get it like – You'll just look in the mirror all the time and <laughs> – 
It's really fun. <laughs> it's just a really uh, – it's a really uh, – I mean not to, to, to diss anything that you're saying. It is a really, really good way to promote – um, like we get a lot of cool guests or our, 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 our cool bands and people that follow us on the Jimmy star show or follow me on my personal account. And we're on Facebook a lot. And, and, uh, it's just such a great way to meet like the coolest people and to create opportunities. Um, like I got cast in four movies in the last like six weeks with roles in four movies and I, they were all from Twitter. Um, and so, so it's just a really cool well, thing. Well, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure we should probably just get that going yeah you're probably right i i don't mean to take myself too seriously i really don't i know it's a drag and i know it's boring for people but i, I just can't help it but i'm glad that so you maybe you shouldn't be because, yes maybe you shouldn't be the one who does it maybe you get somebody else to do it <laughs> and they can tweet about you they'll be like ah, you know paul's right. doing this right now he didn't really want to tell you <laughs> 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 but you're right. CrashTheSatellites.com is the website. Everybody should check that out. How about Facebook then? Does that mean if you don't do Twitter, you don't do Facebook? No, we're on Facebook and Reverb Nation. Okay, there you go. There you go. In MySpace. Okay. And I'm glad you mentioned the website because even though you can't you can't purchase the album until I believe January of of 2013 or 2013, whatever. Uh, you can stream the entire album from our website. So if if uh, if you want to take a listen to the album, the entire album, um, go to CrashTheSatellites.com and you can stream it there. Awesome. That is awesome. Too, like, I love the fact, like, we should say you guys have um, toured with, like, artists like Red, Jumpsuit, Apparatus, who I love. And, like, my my darn favorite is Juliet Lewis and the Licks. You, you said to, darn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tone it down a little. Um, that was a lot of fun. You have to tell us about that. Well, we didn't tour with those bands, but we 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 played some shows with them. There you go. Well, so we, it's not in like our we, world, we you call that touring. Them, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, <laughs> no, but it was they were they were awesome bands, and you know, it, you know, I, I'm sure you could imagine. I mean, what can I say? They were they, you know, we opened the show. Um, there was tons of people, and then they got on stage and they kicked ass, and um, they were all super nice, and you know. They have things like dressing rooms that are awesome, <laughs> you know, and stuff that's kind of new to us. Honestly, it is like um, we're getting used to the whole like, okay, you're going to be here for a few hours. We'll give you a dressing room and beer and pizza, and you know, it's it's new to us. Honestly, it is because you know we're used to playing, you know, these smaller venues and the. And you're going to have to get used to that shit, where, man. Now you can get used to playing the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah, because too, mm-hmm. I think. Like, uh, Juliet Lewis, like, her fans are so intense and extreme that if you can open up for her, like, that's a big freaking deal because uh, um, her her fans are, like, so dedicated. So if they like you, too, like, that's a fucking golden, um, what do you call that? Pat on the back, a golden, like, nod? Okay, like, nod to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I get you. Uh, um, I, I guess my favorite memory of the Juliet Lewis concert was um her guitar tech was right next to me i was i was stage left and um her guitar tech was right there like prepping for the show and so we we end the show um great crowd great response and so i put my guitar down leave the stage and her guitar tech was like that was badass yeah oh my god <laughs> see that's a compliment Julia that's cool guitar tech said I, that was badass I, I, that was that was kind of fun. I, I enjoy that memory. I think um, that's super but cool. Yeah, I mean, 
I think it's super cool. Let's go over it all again. We want everybody to check out CrashTheSatellites.com. If you go to CrashTheSatellites.com, you can uh, stream the new album that's coming out in January, and then you'll like it so much that you'll be ready to buy it when it's available for sale. And uh, you can also check out their Facebook and Reverb Nation. I'm not going to send people to MySpace because like, that's like, kind of like over. I yeah. hope Justin actually can bring it back. I actually kind of do because they have such a good music discovery platform. Our, but I hope he can make it cool be, again. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, that's okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest, though, that MySpace is super dated. Like, we, don't, we haven't updated that thing in a long time. I was just like... Uh, trying to hold on to the last, like, social media thing we had. <laughs> <laughs> We're on MySpace, too. We, have, we just don't do we anything have MySpace. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on MySpace, but I don't think I've logged into it in, like, four year. years or something. Yeah. I don't even know. So, yeah, anyway... I, I, that's I don't even okay. think I know the password for that thing, so whatever. There you go. So, um, so uh, we want we want to tell everybody to them that the Crash the Satellites self titled album will be released on Spectra in 2013. Uh, we want to thank Bobby Collins from Spectra Records for setting this whole thing up, and uh, uh, the interview with you. We want to give a shout out to the rest of the band of Crash the Satellites. Everybody else in the band. Hopefully, they'll hear this on one of its syndicates or here again on Friday. Yes, and. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Tell everybody to check out CrashTheSatellites.com um, and uh, tell you to have a great weekend. Good luck with your writing and make sure you say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. <laughs> they they okay. love hearing from you. Well, <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for everybody in the chat room, especially the one that said we sound like Rush. <laughs> that was Marie thanks, Hall, thanks. I think. And uh, thanks to Spectra, Spectra Records and... Everybody have a great evening. There you go, dude. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Later, guys. Bye. That's so cool. And don't let Paul's, like, humility fool you because, like, these guys have gotten some of the best press. Like, you're going to see, like, this is the next best band to be genuinely excited about and... And all sorts of good press, so I'm, we're very excited for this upcoming album. Absolutely. It's going to be terrific, so everybody check it out. And... um and, and that there you go i'm getting so many tweets it's not even funny so i thought we would try so i want to give a shout out and i don't think i'm uh i don't think i'm actually going to pronounce it right but i want to try anyway um, we have this really great cool girl who follows us on lady i guess i should say rockstar lady she's on my league of awesomeness oh okay who follows us and her her twitter is at ginger irish uh, let's see, Ginger Irish. Yeah, J-I-N-G-E-R-I-R-I-S-H. But I don't have any idea how to pronounce her name, but I thought I would try just to be like... Is it J-I-N-G-E-R? Yes. Okay. J-I-N, Ginger Irish. Got it. And uh, and you spell her... Uh, and her name is spelled C-O-N-N-E-R-O-T-T-E. So I'm going to say that's Connor Rote, an L-A-E-T-I-T-I-A. So what, Leticia? Leticia? Leticia. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and Dean Girl, I, I, I would Dean, say Conorate. Dean Girl always know. like writes the coolest stuff ever. So we want to give another shout out to uh, Audrey, the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan. Who actually, sh- she's just cool. She sent me a tweet the other day that said like, I haven't seen you on here all day. It's weird to not see you on here. And like, she's just cool. I like digging it. And tell everybody to check out Ken Pettigrew tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Pacific time. KenPettigrew.com, and uh, he's freaking like awesome and. What else? And we had Humble and Fred on, and you can listen to them every day. Their podcast goes up about noontime every day, and that's at HumbleAndFredRadio.com. And you spell out the and. And actually, Humble Fred uh, tweeted 
So great hanging with Dr. Jimmy Starr today. Drew, you are so sexy. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, okay. You too, Jimmy Starr. Thanks for the hookup, Ken Pettigrew. So sexy Drew in the place. There you go. That's in our jingle. And uh, so it's so much fun. Now everybody's like, uh, everybody's like tweeting me. Hey, Leslie Neverez. She says, you peeps rock. Love you. So like, we're we're so awesome. We can't stand it. And so are the people who like like we interact with every day. Well, that's one thing we really like about broadcasting live too is we get to interact with the chat room, which is our live audience, uh, real time while we're on the air, which is so fun. And we do it through Twitter. Jimmy's better at that than I am tweeting while on the air. But but uh, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting there. We're working on it. We're working so. on it. So but, now, uh, it's really fun. It's we just like that. fun. Yeah. I also have a couple of like announcements. Anybody in Florida who's coming to Florida, um, I actually did like a public service announcement uh, interview for Terror Trail. Terror Trail is a haunted event. It's every Friday and Saturday night in October. And uh, they have like two really scary trails in a morgue. And basically, uh, the whole purpose of this is to support the Humane Society of Highlands County in Sebring, Florida. And uh, it's going to be a super, super cool haunted house of which uh, I'm doing a a really cool movie called The Bad Seeds. And uh, the girl that I'm working with on it uh, did a lot of the props for this. And it's going to be super bad. Her name's Liza Trainer. She's like a super cool special effects guru. She made some really scary stuff. It's not like a haunted house for like little kids. It's for adults. It's super scary. Uh, It's $15 to go through it. All the donations go for the Humane Society to help you know, make their budget for the upcoming year. And if you have any questions, you can call 863-655-1522. It's at the Hayward-Taylor Building in Sebring, Florida. And Sebring is where the race car tracks are, Sebring. So anybody want to go, you can go there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll definitely be worth it and uh, support a great cause. That's cool. I love, like, adult haunted houses. Yeah. This isn't like a little girly one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's and, cool. Uh, and then also, um, we want to like let everybody know our next guest is going to keep you awake. And if it doesn't, you should try some Dynapep, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dynapep, you guys. It's the world's first energy micro shot. Uh, starting next week, it's going to come in a new flavor. It's going to be coming out in grape, and you can get it at Rite Aid. So all the Rite Aids in the country will have it. It's grape. It also comes in mint, berry, and cinnamon. Cool. And uh, it's the world's first energy micro shot. It is the best micro shot. Um, it lasts for 10 hours, and uh, it's awesome. It's also the available. The best at keeping you alert. Right, really. the best at keeping you alert. And it's available at Racetrack, Dwayne Reed up north, Flash Foods if you're in Georgia, 7-Eleven, um, select Walmarts. It's a really, really great product, and uh, they're a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. And I've also done commercials for them that you can check out. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots, and you can follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Energy. Yes. And their slogan to let you know, like it never lets you drop. You ready, Chad? No sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go, everybody. Check it out, Dynapep.com. I love doing that. Yeah, me too. And Chad, you're so good at that, man. <laughs> I practice for seconds. There you go. I also want to invite everybody to join Drew and I on ConnectShot and Thomas Churchill on ConnectShot. Yes. Which is the world's first um, social media network. For the entertainment industry. For the entertainment industry. industry. It's www.connectshot.com. You can go on there and join us. It's all people in the industry. So if you're in, involved in the industry in any way, whether you're an actor, a costume designer, 
a set maker, a filmmaker, a writer, whatever you want to do, um, you can join. It's free. Uh, you go on. There's all kinds of opportunities and, and ways to uh, network and, and get your music and movies and stuff seen. And uh, you should just join us. It's free. Join us all. Make a profile. Add all of us uh, on there. It's super super fun. We're on there all the time. And it's www.connectshot.com. It's a great place to like create your own opportunities and also see what opportunities are available because everybody there is actually looking to work. It's not um, like just a social network. It really is for people who uh, are working individuals and professionals in the entertainment. And there's industry. castings and there's all kinds of stuff that you can like apply for there. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, I think it's super, super awesome. And then if you've got a convention or an event or a golf tournament or anything where you need any celebrities to come, um, I want to also mention Arcadium Entertainment. It's www.arcadiumentertainment.com. And uh, we've got all kinds of cool celebrities that can be hired to come and do an event. Check it out. If you have any questions, you can email uh, the information on the site. And uh, we're always looking for cool events for our cool celebrities. Absolutely. And there's like a lot of cool ones. So you should check out the website and look at the roster. That's right. Yes. It's super cool. Like we even got like Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Chris Sarandon. Yes. We got Chris Sarandon who's been doing a lot of conventions with us and uh he's super cool. He's super and, hot too. Yeah, he's super hot too. Yeah. Actually we just we're the Jimmy Star show and we hang out with hot people and all the people who follow us and listen to us are hot. Yes. There you go. This is true. And uh I like that. That's fun. <laughs> and we only have pretty people on the show. And we want everybody to make sure they're watching the voice. The voice is really getting good. I'm very excited about the voice. Um, I really like this new stealing function of the yeah, voice. Yeah, me too. I think it's awesome. And how they're kind of drawing out the battle ra- rounds of it. So much better. It's so much more fun. And we also want to uh, to tell everybody to tune in because so far we have not seen W4CY's own Michaela Page who's on Team Blake. So everybody needs to like vote for her if she makes it to the point where you get the vote, which I bet she will. How many battle rounds, like weeks, do we have? Is she going to be on next week? I know. Week? I think she would have to be on next week because there can't be that many of them. There might be three weeks for all the people they have because they have so many people on their teams that they have to battle them out. Either way, whenever she comes on, root for her, and hopefully she makes it through all the battle rounds. And when like the America votes, we need to vote for our, our radio mate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I really liked it. And uh, two, we want to do a shout out to another sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, which is Bon Jovi DPS. And uh, we were talking with our first guest, uh, other radio host, Humble Howard from the Humble and Fred radio show. And uh, about the future of Internet radio, the future of sound uh, through the Internet and Bon Jovi Acoustics is leading this field. And what they're looking to do is make all of your devices sound like the best stereo you've ever owned. So whether it's your iPhone or your computer with your existing speaker setup, they are hard at work to make it sound the best ever. And their new plug-in is called the DPS plug-in, which stands for Digital Power Station. And it totally rocks. And you can find out about it at dpsplugin.com. We use it here on the Jimmy Star Show. They have an app for Android, an app for iPhone. You can download it to whatever computer you're on. It's a one-time download. And it massively increases uh, the quality of sound. Not We're not just talking volume, but we're talking um, actual sound quality. The highs are brighter. Uh, the sound is more dynamic. You can actually hear the details you're missing. Um, and 
pair that with like a, a really good set of headphones and you are in absolute freaking heaven. And so you want to go to dpsplugin.com and you can download it. You can use our code since they're a sponsor of the show and that'll save you 15%. It's Jimmy Star, all one word, J-I-M-M-Y-S-T-A-R. And right now it's only $20 to download and so you save 15% off that. So get it while it is at that price. Um, it's awesome. This is another sound technology that's going into cars as we speak, into Toyota cars. It's in all the iHome devices that are coming out. It's been featured on Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, this is the future, and it's a way to bring back sound quality to compress files because that's what everybody listens to nowadays. What do you think, Jimmy Star? I think it's freaking awesome. Everybody needs to get it. <laughs> there you go. We get it on, on our computers and our iPhones. Everything is super awesome. Everybody check it out, dpsplugin.com. There you go. There you go. And I forgot what else I was going to say. So, hey, everybody in the chat room. <laughs> so I've been watching, too. Um, I've been watching The Voice on Viggle. Are you on Viggle yet? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, Viggle is like an app for your iPhone, and you go in and – you uh, check into shows, but how you check into shows is you turn Viggo on and it records what's going on on your TV right then and automatically oh. checks you into the show by sound. So you actually, oh, wow. you can't fake a check-in. You have to be watching what you say you're watching when you check in. And then they have these interesting um, quizzes, like while you're watching a show, they'll have pop quiz questions. And from check-ins and from your pop quizzes, you can gain points. And then you can use those points at, like, retailers like Starbucks and iTunes as you're accumulating points. And, like, I'm on my way to a $10 uh, iTunes card, which I'm excited about. Awesome. I'm, like, I think 200 that's super points cool. away. <laughs> I, think, I think that's super cool. But what is interesting, too, when it's, like, an opinion poll on there, I'm always uh, – because they show you, like – what percentage how it voted when everybody has voted i'm always like when they're like which person should win this battle round i'm always in the like 10 percent of people voted for that person but i'm always That's right we always pick the cool people yes but actually i'm i'm almost always correct we will that's because With the we, judges i mean we uh yeah that's because we're like we're uh we're like in tune to like as like record industry people like of what we're like looking for and what talent is and all that kind of stuff where everybody else doesn't really like know what they're doing. Yeah, and they ask like which is judge which judge's judgment do you like most prefer and so I pick Christina Aguilera cuz I think she actually has the best judgment and um she was the last one. Who was the first one, would you guess? Um Oh, I don't know. It was Adam. Okay. Adam's got a lot of freaking popularity. Like, all everybody really, really likes Adam. So I actually like him, too. He wins most of those polls. I like him, too, though. And I then like they him. were like, which person would you most like to hang out with? Who would you want to hang out with as a judge? CeeLo. CeeLo. Exactly. That's uh, what I put. Yeah. He was the last one. Like, 2% of people said CeeLo. Oh, my god. I was gosh. like, are you kidding me? CeeLo was awesome. <laughs> to hang out with? Like, oh, my God, that would be the bomb. The guy has a parrot. Like, what more do you want in somebody to hang out with? Like, yeah, I think that's absolutely. And a kitty cat and awesome jewelry. Like, I would just, like, want to look in his wardrobe and in his jewelry <laughs> closet because I'm sure he's got I a want closet. his watch collection. I want his watch collection because I think that would be just totally, like, awesome. Have you seen some of the ones that they're just, like, only diamonds? Yeah. 
like the whole watch is just only diamonds. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So I'm all about that. I think so too. So everybody check it out. The voice we want to like follow with uh, team uh, team Blake. Actually, team Blake has a lot of cool people on it anyway, and uh, I think every team has some good. Church. Yeah, that's what we're waiting for. I'm waiting for him. Church is here. Hey, oh, what's up, Churchill? What, what's going on? Hey, Church, we we're waiting for you, dude. Congratulations, we're so happy to have you, our LA correspondent and our cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Well, it's always nice to be wanted and cool and everything else to be part of this cool ass family. There you go. So you got to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, babe. Like What's up, babe? everybody in the chat room? Booyah to everybody listening, 155 countries worldwide, and how's my family at the Jimmy Star Show? We are awesome. I, I miss just, you. I just yes. wanted to say the chat room like has missed you, too. They've been looking forward to that booyah. There, and there's a lot of people in there, so like uh, all, all your favorites are in there. Everybody that you know who follows you on Twitter and Facebook, they're all in there, so it's working out really good. And, and now that we have you on the phone... And we're so happy to have you. We're going to call our next guest, which is David Harris from the Warriors. 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 <laughs> Please stand by. There you go. There we go. Here we go. I'm so excited about this, you guys. This is like a really big deal. I'm going to like pee myself. I'm so oh, excited. No. No, no. I'm wearing Whoa. my Warriors. Hello, letter. David Harris. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, hey, hey. Sounds good. Oh, right. <laughs> I am so freaking excited, and before we get started, I want to introduce you to my cool co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. David Harris, welcome to the hey, show. You? Oh, oh, man, I'm really excited about doing the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and I want you to know that I'm wearing a leather vest in honor of you. No, it's not the Warriors colors, but... But it's black, but it's in your honor. And, and she has an earring. She hair. has an earring that dangling. Sounds real good. Sounds good. It's all good. <laughs> She's got a feather earring dangling from her ear too, in homage to you. <laughs> so she's, I love it. She's I love it. Totally in homage. Then we have our cool cat of film, who's our LA correspondent, who's in Los Angeles, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Hey, hey man. Thomas, how you doing, buddy? It's good. It's good. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. I, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Real, real cool. <laughs> and now, How's the weather out there in, out on the West Coast? Today it's pretty hot, but it's only 70 degrees, 79 oh, okay. degrees. <laughs> well, we're, we're having a minor winter here. We're kind of, you know, a little snow. I'm getting ready to go skiing or, or so. It's like 55, but not bad. There you go. Where are you at? Where are you based at? I'm in the Big Apple, NYC, the Big Apple. Ah, I miss the Big Apple. That's my home. Oh, you're, you're from New York. Oh, okay. Well, you know what yeah, you say, there's I'm, no place like home. But you're here in yeah, spirit, yeah. brother. You're here in spirit. There you go. Thank Hold, you very much. Hold on, too. I'm going to, like, I'm gonna like split up this, like, New York love fest because i got to finish introducing people. <laughs> <laughs> next up, next up, we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Chad, what's up, buddy? Hey, you're stealing my line, man. You're ready to already. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. I love it. And I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you. I'm very excited to have you on. And, I, of course, we're going to talk about Warriors, but we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that you got going on and all the different things that you – not all because you've done so many, but i am just tell you I'm super excited, and I'm going to bring up something you probably wouldn't think I would bring up because I love the movie Fire with Fire. And, oh, uh, wow. I'm just about to do a show with Virginia, too. 
I'm just about to do a show with her in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, when you do the show with her, you need to, like, uh, ask her if you can give me her contact information because I want her on the show. She's freaking awesome. We actually had J.J. Cohen on the show who was in that. Oh, yeah, J.J. <laughs> and uh, uh, he was a lot of fun. And that movie was so cool. And that movie, everybody in that movie is such a big star. You know, you got D.B. Sweeney and Virginia Madsen and Craig Sheffer. And it was such Sheffer. a fun movie. And I like those kind of, like, dumb, gay, runaway movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun making that. It was, it was, you know, it was a lot of fun being up in Vancouver, Canada, too. Love it. Yeah, I think it's so much fun. So, like, it was such a cool – it's such a cool movie. I even have it, like, on VHS, you know, because I don't even know if you can get it on DVD. But but we, I had to make sure J.J. Cohen talked about it when he was on the show. I thought – I think right. it's such a fun, like, awesome movie. I think it's so cool that you've had such a, 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 a large body of different kinds of shows that you've done. And, and you've kind of, like, been – at least if it's a TV show or something, you've at least been on, like, one episode of, like, all the greatest shows. Like, like you were on an episode of White Shadow. That was, like, the – that was the – the bomb. Wow, you're going back, brother. <laughs> you're going back. <laughs> That's the stuff hey, I like, like though. Great shot. Yeah, was, I had a lot of fun doing that show. It was a wonderful little show. That's like the. It wasn't like, in rooftops, though, Jimmy. See oh, that? leave me alone. Okay, we're gonna. Have you ever seen the movie Rooftops, David? Uh, rooftop. Yes, I did. That was uh, by the late great director uh, Wise, who did uh, who did uh, uh, West Side Story. No, uh, I don't even. Was it Rooftop Kids? Was it called a Rooftop Kids? It was Rooftops, and they were dancing on the rooftops, and it had Jason Gedrick in it. And it was kind of like a, like gang neighborhood things, but instead of fighting, they yeah, like did dance offs. by Robert Wise, the guy who did West Side Story. There yeah, you go. Out here in New York. Okay, I see. Remember. And, and yeah. it was a good movie, right? Did you like it? Sure, it was a very good movie. See, Tom Churchill, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you're the Getting first person. On you're the first today. person that we've had. On the, I get made fun of all the time. Like anytime we have a, a cool movie star on the show, they always bring up that I like the movie Rooftops. And so, like, so like, you, first of all, nobody else has known what it is, but I know you have extensive musical knowledge because Michael Stevens from My Name Is Brutal, who who actually set right. this interview oh, up, yeah. told me that you oh, are yeah. like the movie king and that you know like everything about movies. And so I was so I'm so excited that you know what that is. You like totally yeah. made my day. <laughs> okay, cool. Jimmy cool. Starr is vindicated. <laughs> I feel totally vindicated now. And, oh, did we have him okay. say? Did we have him say hello okay, to the show? Okay, you're the king no. of the day there. Now. There, you the the day now. there you go. And one thing we forgot to go. have you do: we have a chat room full of really cool people. We need you to give a shout out to the chat room real quick, please. Hey, hey, everybody in the chat room. I'm hoping everybody's having a good day and uh, enjoying uh, the Jimmy Starr show and. Uh, Let's talk. Let's have a good time. Let's rap. Hey, there man, you let's go. have fun. Uh, so when we were, since we were talking about like TV shows, I'm just going to give a little list of my favorite shows that you were on because these are all shows I used to watch a lot. So you've been on them at least once for a, for a cameo. Some of them recently because you were on Law & Order SVU, which I freaking love. You were right. on Simon and Simon in the heat of the night. MacGyver. Drew likes MacGyver. Yes. Right. MacGyver. The, the Equalizer. Uh, NYPD Blue. I only wrote down the ones I like. There's like 50 more, but those are shows that I don't really watch. But all these shows I like have watched. Like I watched them like religiously when I was like, you know, growing up and in my young adult life. And I think it's so cool sure. that you have like little roles in all of them. Um, are there any of them that are like special to you that you like thought were, oh, this is the coolest thing ever that I got to be on this show? Uh, MacGyver, because like you know, he never used. Uh, he was a hero, and he never used a gun or anything like that. He invented all these incredible stuff to get through his endeavors of the uh, episode, and I just thought he just had a lot of neat stuff, what he was doing, just to get out of trouble. So I really, really, I really enjoyed doing MacGyver. 
Yeah, you, know. He, you know, and Richard Dean Anderson is such a wonderful, wonderful, kind man. So it was a lot of fun shooting that. Oh, that is awesome. He's on Facebook. Well, Denny McIver used to, like, make a bazooka out of, like, a Band-Aid. Yeah, man. He would, <laughs> exactly. Say, he, would, he would create all these incredible things. You know, His own ingenuity. Of, like, a Band-Aid or a rubber band or a bazooka gum wrapper or you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a bag of M&Ms. I mean, this guy was so ingenious. You know. I think it's do you, you ever, know, so, do you ever see Saturday Night Live when they, like, make fun of it and they call it McGruber? Oh yeah! That's oh some, yeah! That's oh some, yeah! He gets blown up every time he gets blown up. Like he's like, oh my gosh, we have thirty seconds to do it. He's like, no problem, no problem. Boom, and they all blow up and die. <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was that was good. That was good. I think it's like awesome, and I think uh, I just think it's really cool that you've been on like all those different shows. And, and MacGyver, I mean, like that guy was like a total like pin up everybody. I bet you Drew had a pin up. Did you have a pin up? Of well, we talked about that on the show. Yeah. Yes, I had See? a six foot tall poster of of all of them in my room, and I used to kiss it before bed at night. Well, you, must, you must have one of George Clooney because you know I did ER, so I know you must have. <laughs> <laughs> That's like funny. Did you like doing ER? I had, a, I had a, a lot of fun. I'm very close, good friends with uh, Eric LaSalle, who played Dr. Ben. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I think that's super cool. I think it's like fun. Yeah, what, what poster did you have up in your room? Richard MacGyver. Dean Anderson, Richard Dean Anderson. from MacGyver. Oh. Yeah, I had, had the Thomas poster of her coming out of the bathtub, out of the hot tub, in her pink bikini. I think it was oh. pink or blue. What posters <laughs> did you have, David? <laughs> Me, uh... <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> I'm so busy trying to get work as an act. I don't have any posters of anybody except <laughs> my dog. <laughs> you know? I had Farrah Fawcett Majors. Which, I had Farrah Fawcett Majors poster, that one where she has the big boobs, which didn't do me any good since I'm like a total homo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just the end thing to have. A Farrah Fawcett poster. Must have been a cold day when they snapped that picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that was, like, funny. I think that's so much fun. So then, too, you also did a cool movie. Uh, I've always been a big Kevin Bacon fan. You were in Quicksilver. Everybody, I mean, yeah. with Jamie Gertz and Lawrence Fishburne, I was, like, yeah, I was like so impressed with, like, your body of work. And, and it really is I something to be, con- to be congratulated yeah. on. Like, So tell us something interesting about Quicksilver. Uh you know, I tell you, boy, I got so exhausted riding that bike. <laughs> One of the funniest things is that, you know, they hired a bunch of uh, stunt people that can really do a lot of tricks with the bikes and all that sort of stuff. Kevin Bacon basically did all of his own stunts. I mean, the guy's just an amazing, amazing athlete. So he basically wow. did everything. I could not do the stunts. I could not do So they had people doing the stunts for me in Quicksilver and all that, so... I kind of felt like the wimp of the guys because I couldn't do my own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> I think like yeah. if I was an actor, I would be a total pussy actor. I would be like, you want me to jump over that log? Like, how do I know if I'm going to make it on the other side? Do you think I'm going to twist my ankle? Maybe we need a stunt person for this. <laughs> like, I don't think I would be able to do any of that stuff. The only one that it's I remember, I got I got I got to own up to it and do all, all of my own stunts, and I did was for the Warriors. I was not going in there with Beck and Rima and all these guys looking like a little wimp. So I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Got to be, got to be a macho man here. Got to be a macho man here for supposedly ten weeks, which went almost six months. Oh wow! Yeah, we had a ten weeks with the Warriors. It just went on and on and on and on. Say that again, Church. 
we, we uh, worked for well, like the Oh, hold yeah, on. that's Walter Hill Warriors. We had like a 10-week shoot, but it just went on for like almost six months. Wow, that's I mean, a long time. There's, there's so much stuff that was never, that, you know, got on the floor, on the chopping block floor that, you know, it's amazing, amazing stuff that was shot. But, you know, you can't have a three-hour movie. You know? Right. That's interesting. And that's a lot of running and jumping and stunts and because you guys were always on the right, go. That's all we did was run and jump, and we took one little break when we met the Lizzie. Yes, yes, one little fun break. <laughs> Hang on one sec then. Go ahead, Churchill. What were you saying? I was asking him, uh, how is it to work for Walter Hill? Uh, what, 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 a, what, a, what a gentleman. What, a, what an honor. What a pleasure that was to meet and work with Walter Hill. I was the last actor that he hired. He had had the entire movie cast. I was out doing a play called Streamers in Minneapolis. Got back to New York. My agent said, hey, David, there's a role in a Walter Hill movie, street gang movie called Warriors that's going to be shooting in New York, and Walter can't find his co-chief. He's looked at all these actors, and he doesn't like anybody. He said, we're going to send you off for us. I went up there, and I go in there, Paramount Pictures in New York, and I just had a one-on-one meeting with Walter Hill. And the guy was just so cool. Walter doesn't say a whole lot. His eyes talk for him, and he's just so gentle and just so amazing. And he looked at me, and I was prepared to, like, read two scenes for him and all that. He looked at me and said, go down the wardrobe. That was it. Awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. He so, called his coach. He just go down the wardrobe. <laughs> so so when, you got invo- it, when you got involved with the movie, did you know that it was going to become such, like, a cult classic film? No. We were just we thought this would be some little movie that would just go and come little gang movie about the street gangs in New York, and it would, didn't, wouldn't make any noise at all. We had no idea to this day, 32 years later, people are still talking about the Warriors. Uh, Halloween is in, what, two and a half weeks. I mean, people dress up like the Lizzie's, the Turnbull ACs, the Warriors, the Baseball Furies, on all these college campuses throughout the entire nation. Just amazing. And the video game, how... The younger generation is just watching and discovering this movie called The Warriors. It's just amazing. It's so funny. I got to tell you guys this. You know, I live in New York, you know, but, you know, you know, we get the subways and the buses everywhere we need to go in this city. And every time I walk down the street, someone, you know, is honking out of their cars and saying, Warriors, come out and play. It's just so funny. I love it. Just, you know, so uh, so 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 tied into the Warriors. I actually think we that need to have him do that most... again so that that can be my iPhone ringtone. Okay, so we'll, we'll be okay. quiet and you okay. you do it again and we'll record. Okay, we're it. gonna have you do it again. We're gonna record it and turn it into a ringtone for the phone. Um, so you ready? Um, Let me know when to be. Give me the three on. beats and I'm... I'll give you the three beats and make sure Chad's ready. You ready, Chad? Beep beep beep. I got to tell you guys a quick little story on that, okay? Totally. Patrick Kelly, amazing actor. He's doing a show on Broadway now. Big hit, won all the Emmy Awards. I mean, Tony Awards called once. You ever in New York, you got to see this play. David is amazing. The movie's awesome. Okay, so here it is, right? We had no idea that was coming. Him and his gang are in the Hertz. We're underneath the boardwalk. We see the bad guys. We know we're going to have to fight the bad guys. They pull up, and we're looking at them. 
and we just hear this. And he holds his hands up. He's got three bottles in his fingers going. Then he starts. And it just sent chills up our spines. Walter didn't know it. No one knew that David had put these bottles in that car and did that. What an amazing, what a genius piece of acting. I mean, just to just it memorize the whole set. We were just floored by that. Absolutely. That's how it came about. And you know that everybody, like, anytime you mention it, everybody knows that line. Everybody in the world, like, knows that line. I mean, if oh the, yeah. I mean, it's such a cool thing, and it was—it's such a cool movie. I watch it like twice a year. Uh, Actually, Jimmy Starr talks about that movie all the time, <laughs> literally all the time, and he does the line all the time, like, uh, mm-hmm. and he's the one who introduced me to the film, like, because uh, Jimmy Starr is way all about the Warriors. I, I've always yeah. loved the film. I think it's done very well. I think it still stands up. It stands up to time. Totally. I, I got a. I got a question here for you guys. Okay. Uh, okay. I heard that uh, James Ramar, who's yeah. a legendary big actor and ended up uh, going on to do another film for Walter Hill, 48 Hours, yeah, 48 hours. and was on Dexter. Um, I heard that uh, there was some sort of issue and he had to get written out, and the, the scene where he handcuffed himself to the park bench, that was the way to write him out of the script. When uh, I, I don't know where that came from. Uh, no, no, there was no issues with David on the set. There was issues with someone else on the set, but I mean, not not James Remar. There was no issues with Jamie. I mean, that was just the way it was written in the script that you know he's being he was the bad guy, the guy that always like wanted to go off and get crazy and stuff. And he, you know, when he calls us, maybe you all have gone faggot because we, you know, he sees the girl and he wants to go get the girl, and we're like, hey man, come on, like let's go. There's no time for that. And uh, so he ends up with an undercover cop, and that was written in the script. It wasn't because there was any kind of issues with James Remar that he was written out of the uh, out of the uh, movie. No, I was happy he was the one though who got handcuffed because like he got on my nerves. <laughs> Which shows that he's a good actor. Bad boy, he was the bad boy. Really, he's he's an amazing actor. He's doing a show now called Dexter. Yeah, Dexter's the awesomest. Dexter's like one of my favorite sh- all-time shows ever. Yeah, yeah. No, he's an amazing actor. He's done a lot, a lot of really good movies, and uh, he's a real kind gentleman. It was a pleasure working with all the guys. We had never met before, and uh, we just gelled. We just, we just all liked each other right away. And our honorary warrior, Deva Von Volkenberg, was just an amazing actress. She was so, so much fun, and she's like, you know, she's like my little sister now. She became, you know, we just adopted her. We just simply just simply adopted her. She is so beautiful, and like I, I was because I just watched it the other day to like refresh. And my God, she is so beautiful. And you know who she reminds me a lot today is Mina Suvari. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. She went on to do a TV series, I believe, called Three's Company. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she went on to do that. Yeah, she's very good in that. I actually just I just saw her in a horror movie like a year ago that came out where she played like this crazy ass lady. She did it good too. I forgot what yeah. it was though. The movie wasn't too good, but she was really good. And going back mm-hmm. to James Remar, like that shows what a good actor he is. Because like when he got handcuffed, I was like, oh good, they got rid of him because he's gonna create a problem, you know. And like <laughs> like so he's such a good actor that I like didn't like the fact that he was like trying to screw you guys up. I was like, good, get rid of the bad yeah. apple so they make it back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
So I, I love James Ramal. What did you think about your wardrobe treatment in the film? Uh, that was uh, that was a mix between the costume designer and myself. Uh, you know, I had all these ideas about the character and what I wanted him to look like, and so did Bobby, who was the costume designer on for the Warriors, and we kind of put our heads together and you know, threw threw about a lot of different ideas what Coachy should look like, and you know, we just came up with that outfit and it worked. I mean, um, most people will look at the film and go, you know what? Coaches is really cool. Coaches is the one that's got the vine. Yes, Coaches. absolutely. He's wearing the threads right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys are all badass in that film. I, you had the best wardrobe, though, by far. Like, I would say, like, your style, like, in the Warriors, and then your style as, like, compared to all the other gang people. Like, that, right. that I like rocks. the baseball guys, too. Real quick, too, David. Uh, Tom is our, like, uh, he's our correspondent, and he's got to correspondently fly out the door, so he wants to say a quick goodbye, and uh, then we're okay, going to continue. Okay. David, take care. It's great chatting with you and the uh, rest of the Jimmy Starr family. I will catch you soon. Bye, Bye guys. Okay, man. Have a safe one. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. So I think uh, I think the outfits were awesome, but I think you had the best outfit because you get to wear like all the garments, like the necklace and all that yeah. like, cool stuff, and like yeah, the, uh, the American and Indian and vibe. And, and you were the one too, like who seemed like they could like actually take care of themselves. Because one thing I found so cool about the gang is some of you guys were all muscular, and some like I, I don't know all the actors' names, but like the one guy who does all the spray campaigning and stuff. A lot of times, yeah, Marcelo Sanchez, God rest his soul, he passed away. Wonderful young actor, and uh, he. He was uh, Rembrandt. Yeah, spraying, he, marking, so, marked the spot. Yeah, so he marked the spot. So they, the everybody spot. was always very protective of him, and they would say, you know, right. you stay behind me and stuff like that. And I just thought that was cool that you have a gang, and it's like a gang is like a family, and everybody's really looking out for each other, except for James Remar, and that's why he got arrested. <laughs> 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 and so, like, I found that to be like a really cool thing, and 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 I really do think it's so cool that it's such a. Uh, such an amazing film that has stood the test of time, that has something for everybody in it. I think it has a social message totally, too. Absolutely. Right. Well, you know, like, Walter makes very good cowboy movies. You know, he's like the John Ford of the 20th century, and this guy makes, like, you know, if you look at the kind of movies that Walter Hill does, and The Warriors is almost like a cowboy movie. You know, the good guys get caught up in in enemy territory, and we got to, you know, we got to get back home to the big CI, back to Coney Island. We're stuck way up in the Bronx, you know, we got to get back. You know, we accused of doing something that we did not do. You know what I mean? And we got to fight our way back to our home turf. You know, so it's kind of like a cowboy movie if you look at it in, 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 a, in a way. Yeah, totally. And, like, the gang that freaked me out the most was the baseball players. Cause like, oh, yeah. Once My you God, paint your you, face. When you see them coming out of the subway, it's just amazing. The way it was lit in Andy Laszlo, God rest his soul, was the director of photography where he, he lit that. And just the color schemes and, and just with the bats and all of that. It was and the amazing. way they're running. The way they're, like, running after yes. you guys like soldiers. Like, I was like, oh, man. And mm-hmm. it's also cool, though, that you guys always kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except one gang, and I'll tell you a funny little story. Make it real, real, real quick. One night we didn't want the food that the caterer had on the set. So there was a neighborhood fast food place that we said, hey, we'll go there for dinner tonight. So, we, you know, we, we put on our shirts to cover our vests. And we walked into the restaurant. Nobody knew who, who we were. And, uh, you know, we, we ordered our food, sat down. But then, like, five minutes later, the Turnbull AC is about to see them. Now, these guys are all bald-headed, muscular, and, like, you know, I mean, over six feet, real, real, real 
hard-looking guys <laughs> that they hired to play the Turnbull ACs that are throwing that big bus. Yeah. Yeah. Us. yeah. So they, walk, they walk into the restaurant and people started dropping food out of their mouths, you know, getting re- vacate the restaurant. <laughs> so one of the warriors got up and said, hey, everybody, they're all a bunch of actors. Calm down. No problem. <laughs> We're shooting a movie up the street called The Warriors. <laughs> then everybody had got, breathed a sigh of relief and started eating their food again. And said, okay, well, they're actors. They're not a real gang. Yeah, that's like Mad Max deal. walking into so a menacing. restaurant. Yeah, that's like Mad Max running into a restaurant. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. What's going on? How cool well, is that, though? Walked in, everybody in that restaurant went, oh, 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 time to get out. Time to leave. Yeah, <laughs> what's know? cool about that, that, too? Night. All, all those people will remember that, though. All the people that were in the restaurant probably are telling that story to their kids and their grandkids, you know, like mm-hmm. that that actually like happened. So that's kind of like cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I think it's awesome. So what's your what's your most memorable thing from being on the Warriors that you enjoyed the most? Uh, I guess you could have hated it, too. Say, I guess I got to say uh, uh, doing the scene with the Lizzie. <laughs> we didn't have to run. We meet these really cute chicks. <laughs> In the subway, and when you know, like I said, when we get into their club, I said, "Hey, man, what?" Marcin goes, "Hey, we don't need time for this." I say, "Hey, wait a minute, man, a little break in the action, okay? Come on, let's chill out a minute, you know? Got these cool girls here, come on!" <laughs> and it was so sweet, and I had, a, I had a lot of fun, you know, shooting that scene with the Lizzies, and uh, just doing the, the 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 fight scene, which I thought was an incredible fight scene that we did in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. with the roller you know, skates, with the punk. Yeah, yeah, you know, the guys on roller skates. I mean that. That, and that was just an amazing scene, just an amazing scene. And, you know, it took us like four days to shoot that. And it just I thought it, it just looked so good the way Walter shot it, you know? I think that's super cool. Yeah. And so, too, like, because that's kind of scary because you're doing, like, I assume there was some choreo- choreography oh, yeah, they to it. it but yeah, they, what, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, like in a bathroom with hard surfaces and stuff, it just gets, in, you know, all two gangs are in there doing it. So it was like intense. It was. It was intense. You know, they, they, uh, in that scene, we did have a lot of, uh, uh, stunt people that did, you know, I would say 65% of the stunts because the fight scene was so intense. If you look at it, it was very intense. So the scene with the baseball furies, that was also, you know, choreographed. Yeah, choreographed because you're swinging, you're swinging bats and all that, and it was supposed to be like samurai swords. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. You know, that's how Walter wanted. He's like, you know, it's a samurai sword fight. You mean? <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's so much of the film was just amazing, and, and like you, like you said, Jimmy, it holds up today. It hasn't lost anything. Time has not affected the Warriors whatsoever. Yeah, and I think too, like for that time and in New York and being shot in New York and even me watching it just the other day, you know, it's like such a commentary on youth and like kind of like the hardness of the streets and what it takes mm-hmm. to survive and like, you know, the fact that your life is on the line. I mean, it's like, it's very intense and such a commentary. And I think like a lot of that is right in the news right now and right in public consciousness right now about I, um, I disenfranchised people. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The hood hasn't really changed in, in, in many ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's cool. So tell us what else, what else you got going on now? I- well, right now I'm getting ready to do, I, I do a lot of conventions. I've been in a lot of European countries and in Asian countries. They, actually fly me and some of the other warriors to, to do conventions, to talk about the movie. So 
sign on it because we have fans all over the place. One of the countries which we have just an amazing fan uh, group is uh, London, England. I mean, the Warriors is so big, big there and in Manila, the Philippines. They show they brought me over there <laughs> to do a Warrior convention in the Philippines, and they show it. Every night, every Friday and Saturday night, it's the Warriors and the Rocky Howard Picture Show. Oh, that is so cool. (laughs) Isn't that cool? And, like, it's sold out, sold out every Friday and Saturday night, every weekend. It's just there in downtown Manila. You know, the Warriors and that Rocky Howard Picture Show. That's awesome. (laughs) When I went over there, they mobbed me. It It was so much fun meeting the fans over there and meeting the fans in the U.K., which is just amazing, amazing, because they show the Warriors in a movie called Clockwork Orange. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah, baseball guys like in, kind of remind me of the Droogs in Clockwork Orange. That's right. You see? Yeah, absolutely. So you can see why they would show the Warriors actually, in Clockwork Orange. Together. Yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm a celebrity clothing designer. Malcolm McDowell's been on the show. He's a, a relatively good friend of mine. And so uh-huh. uh, we've had him on the show, and I think I love a Clockwork Orange. Like I think it's like just freaking so. awesome. I even, I, yeah, I thought of it. I even have a statue bust of Malcolm McDowell as as the guy in the Alex. His name yes. is Alex in the mm-hmm. film. I, like, he autographed the top of it for me, but it's really cool. So so like right. like oh. I'm all about it. And I think uh, so. Do you have conventions coming up soon that we should promote for you? Yes, I'm gonna be at the uh, uh, convention two weeks from now in Long Island. It's called the Macabre. Uh, Fair Halloween. Oh, Yes, that's with um, Twitch. That's Twitch Twitch. Twitch Twitch Productions. Yeah, Twitch, yeah. Twitch, yeah. Twitch, Twitch Productions. Yeah. We actually had them on, on the online. show. We had them on the show for their last convention, promoting their last convention. And uh, that's freaking awesome. Elsie Macabre. That's her name. Yes. Yeah, Elsie Macabre. That's right. I'll be there October 19th, 20th, and the 21st. That's in uh, Long Island. That's awesome. And then I'll be doing a really nice one called The Chiller. Chiller is this major convention in New Jersey. Uh, that's the show I'll be doing with Virginia Munson. You know, she'll be there and a bunch of really, 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 really fabulous actors for a bunch of movies and things. And, you know, you can go online and look at their guest list and you'll, you'll be, it's very impressive. Absolutely. Very impressive. You know, and that's ChillerTheater.com. I'll be there October 26th, 27th, and 28th. That's awesome. That's just so much fun. I actually, uh, just in case you ever need new representation for that, because I actually have Arcadium Entertainment as uh, my agency where I book celebrities. We have about 80 celebrities that we book into those events. So we're very oh, really? familiar. I'm very familiar with the whole event. Um, the you whole must event send me the thing. information on, on, that, on that, Jimmy, okay? Yeah, I will. Send me, you know, email me all of that, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about that, yeah, okay? Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, because you can work with a whole bunch of us, and whoever gets you the gig... <laughs> there you go. Okay, and it's a lot well, of fun. Cool. Yeah, I'll well, send we'll you the talk about that. And uh, I'm going to also be doing uh, Michael <clears throat> Patrick Stevens, who's just he's he's going to be the next young John Carpenter. If you get a chance to see his film Brutal, which he wrote and directed, it's been winning all these uh, film festival awards. I'm going to be doing the uh, premiere of Brutal and the Warriors out there. It's called Pacific Northwest Premiere. I'll be doing that December 14th and 15th. And uh, his film is just an amazing, amazing film. Absolutely. He's an amazing writer, young director. And uh, his film, Brutal, will also be at the Mahab Fair. They're going to screen that three consecutive nights. We're very, very, cool. we're very well versed with Michael Patrick Stevens. I actually went and represented the movie at Crypticon. Uh, when, oh, okay. it, when it went to Crypticon, and next week we're actually having a whole two-hour brutal show where we're going to have everybody from the cast 
uh, come on the show and promote the film. Oh, that's that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, so that's it's going to be a lot of that's film. That's going to be fantastic. And everybody can check that out at mynameisbrutal.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at Twitter uh, at mynameisbrutal. And, okay, that's uh, fantastic. Are you on Twitter? You don't do Twitter, do no, you? No, but yeah, I, I, I got to get on that. But I'm on Facebook. Everybody can follow me on Facebook. It's David Harris Facebook. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put you, get you on Facebook. I think that's super cool. And um, I think it's great that you do all the conventions. It's so much fun for the fans to get to meet the people that are in the movies um, that they love. And you guys are always super gracious when you're there. And I think it's a really, really great opportunity uh, for you to connect with the fans and for the fans to actually, you know, get a chance to, you know, meet, meet their favorite celebrity actors. So it's a really Absolutely. cool thing. Like three years ago we did it and we had the whole cast minus Marcelino because he uh, obviously passed away, and uh, James Remar, who was working, doing a film at the time, and he couldn't make it. But Michael Beck, Deborah, uh, myself, Dorsey, Brian Tyler, Tom McKitterick, you know, uh, you know, we were all there. Terry Michaels, we were all there. And the fans really got a big kick out of just, you know, seeing basically, you know, seven out of nine warriors. Yeah, which is just awesome. So cool. I think it's super cool. Um, anytime, too, just to let you know, uh, anytime you got anything that you would like to promote, we're more than happy to promote and help in any way that we can. Uh, we're actually uh, broadcasting in uh, Detroit, Kansas City, Charleston, South Carolina, Indianapolis. Um, so we got a, a big following. And anytime you have anything you'd like to promote, we're all about it, and we'll help promote in any way we can. Okay. Well, all those cities that uh, Jimmy just mentioned, if you want uh, some of the Warriors to want to meet some of the Warriors, just uh, – you know, get in contact with us, and there you, uh, go. We'll, you know we'll come out there in, in Detroit and do conventions in all those cities, South Carolina. The Warriors are available to come out and uh, meet the fans and all of that. And you guys pull it together, and uh, you can meet the Warriors. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Wish you best of luck in all the conventions and any projects you got coming up. And we'll definitely be in touch. And if you need us for anything, let us know. All right, Jimmy Star, it was great. I had a lot of fun with you guys. You know, you guys have a terrific show. And uh, get that info to me, Jimmy, and, uh, you know, we'll talk soon. Hey, everybody, I want everybody to hear this. Can you dig it? Oh, my God. That, that is so awesome. Cool. Okay, that's going to be another ringtone. That'll ring be tone. another ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Have a great weekend. You too now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Oh That's my god, so awesome. he is so cool. Wasn't that cool, Chad? You gotta admit, that was some cool shit. That was some cool shit. <laughs> that was some cool <laughs> shit right there. So, so everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Coming up next is the Pipe Man Show with Dean K. Piper. Right? You're right. I'm right. <laughs> I want to yeah. make sure I'm not messing anything up. So stay tuned, everybody. Peace out. What about your party? Party, 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 party,